Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, welcome along. Why am I on the bottom of the screen? I'm never on the bottom of the screen. Hello and welcome along to the Rangers Rabble podcast. I'm Martin and joining me this week, we have Jamie. Jamie, how are you? Hello. It's good is to that, see you. Is that all I'm getting? Yeah, no, I was just, just saying I've not been on a seven o'clock podcast for months, months and months. There's been a reason oh. why. Oh. <laughs> Are we going to say hello to that creepy-looking thing in the background? Yes. How about your oh, man? Oh, man. He's doing it so well. Still performing. Uh, Scotty, how are you? Magic, as always. Good, good, good. How are you and doing? Course, I, I'm, I'm recovering. I'm very well. I'm very, very I know, well. I was going to say you still look like shite. I think I always look like shite. I always look like shite. Uh, and care, or should we call him Mr. Beetroot with that face? How are you, care? I'm all right. I know. What is wrong with you? Delights. I'm in a massage parlor. Have you, have you just come back from the sun or something? No. <laughs> Delights in this room. <laughs> yes, well, listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. Thank you for joining us on a Tuesday oh, evening. When uh, I was worried that we wouldn't have much to talk about, um, but of course, as we all support Rangers, there's always hunters and hunters to talk about. Uh, we've oh, got the possibility of young James Sands signing for the football club. Obviously, Nathan Parson has left. We've had bids apparently from Watford for Borna Barisic, and apparently there's interest from Newcastle and Alfredo Morelos. So we'll discuss all that, and we'll discuss what does Geo do with the funds. But before we get to that. Where is my friend in the comments? There he's there. Uh, CGM, good evening. CGM's going to tell everybody in the comments what I'm about to tell everybody watching. Um, we are available, of course, on Patreon as well. Um, for as little as £2 a month, you can get access to loads and loads of extra content um, and you're helping support the podcast and RYDC at the same time. For our uh, people on YouTube as well, because we are on Facebook, we're back on Facebook. Um, and that's all because of Curry Muncher. We're back on Facebook. Um, for anybody watching on YouTube, you can hit the join button, of course, as well. And you'll get everything you get on Patreon and video forum. Um, there we go, CGM. Shameless plug coming up. There it is. We've, we've had it. We've had it. Right, into the football. Nathan Patterson leaves the club today, signs for Everton for 12 million or 1 million or 5 million, depends on who you listen to. For 12 million plus add ons. Scotty, your initial reaction? Uh, to be honest, I'm absolutely uh, delighted for the lad. Um, we we knew it was coming, so like the I suppose there's always going to be that initial d- disappointment of whether it's a quality player or one of your own leaving, and it just so happens that he's both. But when we look at the situation and the circumstances, he's a 20 year old kid. 
He's not going to get in the first team anytime soon, which is a, is just a testament to actually how good James Tavernier is. Um, the best thing for him is to move where he's going to get regular football. And do you know what? I've, I've got full, full belief in his ability that he'll go down to Everton and he'll absolutely smash it. I just think he's that good. And it'll be brilliant for us because they'll... Teams will see that we can produce the talent. It'll be brilliant for him because you know he's going to be set for life. He's playing on the world's biggest stage, um, and having my pragmatic, sensible hat on. Sometimes you you kind of do need to part ways to allow parties to flourish. So we'll get the money. We'll flourish. He'll go down south and he'll flourish. So I'm naturally disappointed that. You know, because if it was me and I was playing for Rangers and I had to leave, I'd be absolutely gutted. I'm sure he is. But I'm also absolutely delighted for him with this opportunity. Do you think there's any party on care that wanted to knock back the deal? Or do you think for a young guy um, taking the supporter cap off for a second, he's been offered probably what double, treble his wages uh, down south of Everton? A no brainer for him. Yeah, I think it is. End of the day, Nathan looking at it as his job, won't he? He's a Rangers fan, he'll always be a Rangers fan when he finishes playing and when he's not playing, he'll be back up to watch the team. But he don't want to knock back that offer. I mean, he's going to play with Everton. They're not great at the moment, but they're in the English Premiership. They're a very big club, Everton. And Nathan can go on and do so well down there. He never knows he can end up moving somewhere else after Everton because he's that good. And it turned down that money when on a position where we can knock that back anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think, what Scotty said, for both parties, it's a good deal for Nathan and for ourselves. But I agree with Scotty. I think Nathan will flourish and I think give him 18 months to two years and he'll be getting linked to other teams, maybe in England or maybe in Europe because he's that good a player. He's got tons of potential. We know what he can do and he's only going to get better. Not allowed to use the word potential, apparently. (laughs) Um, I put put it on, which I don't think is unfair, JD. I mean, I put it online, look, I personally do believe, and it's not just with my blue tinted specs on, that if Nathan goes down and fulfills his potential down there, he'll be the probably the best right back Scotland have produced in the last what 30, 40 years? Easily. Easily. Um that's but that's it. It <clears throat> listen, 16 million to Everton's nothing, man. It's nothing. So what is it, 12 million to 16 or whatever? They sell him for big money. They're happy, we're happy, we've got another cut on that. If it all goes well, so I'm I'm absolutely delighted about the deal you've, you're talking about. Listen, he's a great player, but we've not really seen much of him. We've got a guy here who's started four league games in the last two seasons, or season and a half. So to get the deal we're getting for him is unbelievable. Never, whether you like Tav or no, right, the numbers <coughs> don't lie. These are facts about Tav, and... Um, He's getting better and better as he gets older. We've had a lot of players who have got better the older they got. And there is players out there, the, the more they mature, the better they get. And folks like Tav can't defend. <clears throat> since since Geo's come in, we became a lot more rigid. Tav can defend. There's mm-hmm. the one team at the back post, but we never we were undefeated last season. And he's he's played well again this season. He scored the odd goal, few assists again. So he's so he's so valuable to us. I don't think Tav's going to get better. So Patterson had to go. And for us to not affect our start of living and get anywhere between 12 up to 16 million for it is unbelievable. I wish Nathan all the best. I love these, um, these, 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 these comment he put out, or these paragraph, few paragraphs he put out. You can tell somebody's helped, helped him write that. And I think the only part that he put it was about at the end, PS, we are the people. <laughs> Good on him. But look, Jamie, just to take it back to your point, Aldo brings it up. Look, he started 15 games in total and he's netted his 12 million. Um, Fantastic business for the club, but again, it just shows you he's been watched for a while. Aye, and I think it's, it's, it bodes well. Doesn't he just kind of set the pace of who, what we're going to do selling players? If we can sell a boy who's played 12 times for us for 12 million, what are we going to sell Morelos and um, Aribo and Kent for? Because these are the boys at the peak of their power. And I know we'll come, maybe come on to that in a minute. So it changes the whole model that we've been chatting about for years and years and years. And the other side of Glasgow have done it and we've been ch- trying to chase them for years. We've never been anywhere near them. They don't like what's happening just now, man. It's been all over Twitter. It's been an absolute mad 48 hours because um, they just don't like seeing this and they're trying to outcry the whole time. So brilliant for the academy and brilliant for everybody. Oh, everyone, I'm, I'm chuffed about it. I'm not actually sad. I've seen a few folk raging about it. Not me. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just I'm just reading through some of the comments. I'll do again, look. 
Evening, JD, Care Scotty, and obviously you, Martin. I don't know if that's uh, a lead edge or no. And he wants to know, JD, what taps it? It's, a, it's the Ajax 89 top. <coughs> Crystal Palace. That's about the fourth time I've said that. Aldo, you should watch all the old pods, mate. Um, is this, uh, is it, this move, Scotty, does it need to work for Nathan for it to work for Rangers, if you get what I mean? Does, does nah. Nathan need to go down there and do well nah. for us to be able to sell players for that kind of value? Ah, uh, I see what you're getting at. I jumped in yeah. too soon there. But I did actually allude to that. I said it's... It's good I don't for us. when you talk. I just ask a question and then expect you to answer it. So. I don't blame you. Um, I, I kind of get the sentiment in in that, but I just think he's quality, and I don't think it's like ifs, buts, and maybe if he succeeds. I just, I just, yes, he's got his deficiencies in his game. When we talk about Jerry mentions like people slagging tabs saying, "Oh, he can't defend." Fuck, don't want to swear, but I've seen Patterson get turned inside and out every every now and again and you don't see that happen to Tav but he, he gets away with it because he's 19-20 and I've got absolutely no doubt that is going to happen to him in the Premier League but I think Patterson and his exponential growth as a as a footballer that he's had over the past 12-24 months he'll learn from that really quickly and he will develop and he'll get better and better and better and as I said he'll get the game time now even if Let's say he plays 30 games this season for Everton. I mean, that's a bit... Okay, 20 games, 15 games. We're coming to the end of the season, let's be realistic. And he plays the first five or six games next season. That's 20 games under his belt in you know a short period of time. Um, they're seeing players then come from a Rangers academy straight into the Premier League first-team mm-hmm. picture. So in that respect, yeah, it does wonders. It says, right, okay, well, they're doing something right with their boys. These boys are ready. Not only that, but obviously we're going to want to benefit from that from our own perspective in terms of getting these guys in in our team. And it just opens the door to that market because we don't necessarily need the players from our academy to come and play for our first team. It's nice if they do. But what we do need is to start that conveyor belt, if you like, going down south, even if we're selling like Steve Kelly for a million quid. That's a million quid that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. So getting that going and getting that train going, and then we can use that money to identify players from throughout Europe that can come into the club and just continually raise the bar. Martin, sorry, see, see what Scotty's saying? That's what Chelsea have done. Chelsea and Man City have done that for years. They sell guys who are never going to make it. Now, you make, Stephen Kelly might be an example of that. Whether we think he could make it or not, I think he could. But if you sell Stephen Kelly for a million pound to someone, that's a million pound that your academy's producing. So Chelsea have done it for years, selling unknown boys to for three and four million all over Europe. It funds the running of the academy. So that's the model you want to get to. Even the boys that don't make the team, but it might still be good enough for a championship or a League One team. They might give you half a mil, quarter a mil, a million. That's what you want. I know there's, <clears throat> there's something mental going on in my house now because it feels as if there's an earthquake happening. But um, care the, the start of the player trading model, young players can see a pathway to the first team. That's also, I suppose, an important point that not only can young players now see the pathway to the first team, but like JD says, well, it might be a case that you're good, but you're you're competing for a position against, like for example, a Tav where he's just playing that well and he contributes that much to the team, that see, even if you come in and only play five, ten games, but you show the potential, you can end up down south. Yeah, you can. And I think that's what young guys will be looking at, especially looking at Nathan. He's not played a lot of first-team games, but he's played more games with Scotland, I think. Started more games with Scotland than he has for Rangers. He's played European football, so Rangers are getting a lot of money for a guy who's still anywhere near each his peak. As for our boys in the team, the thing in England is a lot of, Team down there have got under 23s teams, so they have to build their squads up for that. So they'll pay a quarter million, half a million pound to build up these squads, which we don't we don't have that facility up here in our 23 football. So <coughs> when there's guys maybe in your youth team not going to make your first team and you sell them for like quarter million, four hundred thousand, and then it can bring the money up to your academy, it can give these boys a chance down south, and you don't know what can happen. I know I mean I think I heard that I don't know if it was Lee's but looking at James Maxwell as well, I'm not sure if that's true, but mm-hmm. it just shows when they've got big squads they have to fill. They will look at Scotland because Scotland up here, the boys up here, English teams will think that's cheaper than coming up here than buying off maybe their own academies down south because it's a lot more expensive. So they will look up here for talent because the talent's up in Scotland. And also you've got the whole 
<clears throat> excuse me, Brexit thing as well, but it's going to be harder yeah. for them to bring young players in for abroad. So that's only going to help. Um, channel member Ewan, um, evening guys, hope you had a good new year. Um, hope you've all had a nice time. How are you doing, Ewan? Hope you had a good one, buddy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat is still killing me. Uh, JD, do we have to replace Patterson? Or do you think there's... I mean, I probably really should have had Willie Urban on, although he was in the breaking news pod that we've done, so if you haven't seen that, go back and check it out if you want to find out anything really about the youth because Wally Urban's your man. But do we have to replace Patterson? Um, I don't... Well, my opinion is I don't, I don't think so. Um, we don't replace him because think how, how little game time he's had in his preferred position. Tav's an absolute um, machine. Touch wood, he'll probably get injured after this break, right? But um, we don't, because Tav's were right back, and that's who plays right back. So you probably, what I said, I'd prefer to see is bring in, and I don't, I don't like using that term, because it's quite derogatory, but like a utility player, somebody who can play centre-half, centre-mid, right back. Now, I know my mate come on to the boys' sands. Perhaps it might not even be him. Um, but it's almost like the old, the old Spurs thing. They can't bring in a striker, because they know Harry Kane's going to play. How are we going to bring someone else in unless it's a young boy like a Ramsey for Aberdeen? But you're talking big money for him, but is he going to come into Rangers and not play and stuff like that? So I don't think we will. I think Balogun can play right back. Um, if a boy from, I know everybody's lambasting me for saying this, if a boy from our B team can't come in and play right back for Rangers against fucking still an Albion or against a Dundee, then I'm not keen on the B team thing. But one or two games a season, can I boil it divine, come in, where is 17 or 18 or 19? See, 30 years ago, 17 and 18 year old boys are just flung in and I know it's a different world, so I don't think we really do. You've got other guys that could probably shift into right back as a, in a one-off. Lundstrom could probably do it. We know Ryan Jack can do it. Balogun certainly can do it um, for the rest of the season when he get when we're fit. And, it, and I know that boy Dix has been mentioned earlier on today. A Dutch boy in it. Uh, he's a right back, but I personally think it's a, it's, a, it's a pressing matter. Well, um, Scotty, Ian Docherty is saying, <clears throat> excuse me again, we need a backup right back, right back, absolutely. Um, so he's obviously I, a bit worried about Nathan going. Yeah, I mean, I I just I wholeheartedly agree with what JD says, and I, and I don't like saying that. It kind of makes me feel a little bit sick. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, I, I think if we're going to invest into the first 11 or the playing squad, the first 15, 17, whatever we want to call it, I wouldn't I wouldn't do right back. I mean, I think someone even mentioned with Ryan Jack, if he ever gets back fit, he's another option at right back because Tav is so consistent and he plays so many games. You're not looking for someone that's going to step in for 10, 15, 20 times a season. You're looking at someone that's going to play two or three times a season. So... Do you really need to invest that much into someone that can do it? Yes, I know that Tav can get injured. Um, touch with he doesn't. But the likelihood is, based on fact, based on historical performances, he doesn't because he looks after himself. He's super fit. And he's, he's, um, he's whether it's fortune or just his genetic makeup. Um, therefore, when you look at, you know, the likes of Adam Devine or Balogun stepping in, for a few times a season. Even if Balogun has to play like 10 times a season at right back, you, you're mm. pretty comfortable with that. Like even at the, need, even at the biggest game, he's stepped take, in and done it before. You need to take Kyogo his back pocket first though, wouldn't he? I know, look, um, <clears throat> John Doe's saying, look, if you're good enough, you're old enough. I heard John Doe wasn't feeling too well. Um, oh, that's a poor joke. Kerr, uh, uh, <laughs> such a bad joke. <laughs> no. um, Adam Devine's one that's obviously spoken about quite a lot. Um, I've spoke to Wally Owen about him as well, but up and coming quality player, um, but maybe just too early to throw him in. Maybe I think obviously they'll watch him and they'll bring him in. Maybe you know, obviously the academy train and the Geo keep an eye on everybody to see what chance they've got. Of coming and, and like ID said, if you start an Albion coming up, so you never know who's going to be involved. But like Nathan, they'll be kept an eye on, and if they feel they're developing faster than other players, then they'll bring them on because. There's nothing better than seeing somebody coming for your academy in the first team. And Nathan's just been that. Nathan's just been a wee ahead of quite a lot of people we've had over the years, as in he's bypassed the first team straight to the Premiership, basically. So I think the squad, we do need to strengthen the squad, to be fair. And I always like to have two players in every position, but sometimes you can't have that. See, never feel bad because John Doe's just getting over COVID. So um, there you go. <laughs> right, JD. <clears throat> Borna Barisic, Watford, two million apparently. 
upgrade bid. I, I say apparently because I've got absolutely no idea whether it's true or not, but it's been it's been widely publicised, so we will talk about it. Um, and uh, that was knocked back, and apparently they put in an extra one and a half on top of it. Um, what are you thinking for for Borna? Is, is that somebody they have to keep? Sorry, no. I thought I thought I thought it said they'd bidded one and a half and then up to two, which I thought was even more embarrassing. But if you're saying it was two, then up to three and a half. I mean, what, what are you talking for, Borna? He's, for me, he's, he's came on a, a leaps and bounds since um, Van Bronckhorst came back in and he's looking a lot better, solid. But I, I'm not knocking back five or six million for Parasites. I don't care what sort of internationalists we're talking on him. Yeah, I don't think we're knocking five or six back for him. So three and a half's not far away for that. But I still wouldn't sell him for anywhere near that. When I seen the two million thing, I was like, that's a joke. The only thing with these reports, we didn't see any sort of source on it, did we? I know it was all these kind of random chats that we're putting it on, so not for me, but if you're looking at one other to go out the door in, the, in this window, out of likes of Kent, Morelos, Aribo, Barisic, you would maybe go with him if, if it generates five million upwards. Go with him, Scotty, is somebody to look to sell in this window, or do you think that's just maybe asking too much of Bassi? I don't think, I certainly wouldn't, I think I prefer Bassi a right uh, centre back rather than left back. Anyway, I think I've seen enough of Bassi next to Bolton. I think that's that's a really good partnership. But anyway, I don't think it's worth our time even selling Borna for five million quid because to get yes, okay, we could spend two million quid and replace him, and I think you could actually get a pretty good left back for that. But the hassle, the panic in trying to do so in a January transfer window is not really worth it. If he is going to go summer. We can plan for it. We probably are planning for it. Um, but there's no rush to get him out the door. And we're certainly in no rush to collect five million quid for a player. Not anymore. I mean, the Patterson money has just sort just just done that. The only time I would say that probably if we did want that money is if is this is all firmly already down the pipeline in terms of five million quid's coming in. We've got the Patterson money, we've got XYZ coming in, we can do it. Otherwise, no, nah, it's not worth the time. Watford. Well, I mean, you you got you basically you're going to pay a premium to get him, and so you, so you should. Well, Graham's saying, "Care, okay, look, he's still got two years left." So Graham's saying, "Look, a minimum ten million uh, plus add-ons." And <clears throat> JD DSRFC isn't happy with you, but we'll come back to that. Yeah, but, my name is I JD, mean... not he. <laughs> That's not my Care, is that is that what we should be doing now? I mean, look, if we think realistically, we, Borner's worth. I don't know, say five million, should we be looking for ten? Should we be bumping the prices up? Obviously, we want as much as we can get, Martin. We can only get what any club's willing to pay. And you don't know what Borner's going to mind this evening. Borner, does he want to leave? Does he want to stay? You don't know if his agent's actively looking for him to leave. I wouldn't sell him just now. I don't want to sell to any players in the January window. I don't want to yeah, be any less sweet than we are. Nathan's, Nathan's fine because we've got cover, but I don't want to lose too many of our first team stars because I think. And then replacing the guys, it's, I don't like Johnny as a transfer window. I think sometimes you buy other people's rubbish or you're paying over the odds for poor. So one or two will be fine, but I like, I like to keep the squad the way it is until the summer. Right, question for Curry Muncher that we're not going to answer the now. Um, but how much of the transfer money would you use <clears throat> and the Stephen Gerrard money uh, to put back into the team and other to sort the club's finances? We're going to finish on that. Um but care obviously look heavily linked with young James Sands from New yeah. York City. You've got quite a few friends in New York. Well, you say friends, people you talk to online. I've actually done a few podcasts for them, so I don't know. So, friends, but I'm not them to talk to. You. Right. So, what are they saying about um, James Sands as a player? What's his best attributes, positions? Is he going to be good enough? Every single one of them agree he's a very good footballer. Uh, some say he's too good for Rangers. Some say he should be going to a bigger club and a better league. Others say he's a right fit for Rangers. It just depends where they play him. Some say he's really good in a back three, which we don't play. Others say he can play in a four. But he's developed this season into more defensive midfielder. And I know you don't like the, the phrase, Martin, they call it soccer and stuff, but a couple of them did say he's like a quarterback position in the New York City team. He sits with their partner, can spray the ball about now. I don't know if that's a way we want to use him if he did take him up. I've never seen the guy play apart from maybe a couple of clips. So I'm only going with what American guys have told me, but 
one thing they all do, they all rate them very, very highly. And they all say it'd be a big, big loss to their team, Wayne. And if it does leave, but I think they will leave sooner rather than later, just for the fact he's been linked with us, plus a couple other teams. And he's only 21, so he's not a young guy with potential, you don't like that word, but he's got a lot of talent and he also plays a national team. So I think we do bring him in, it could be a big coup for us because we've got, we've got players for in the past, like Moedou, Beasley, Claudio Arena. So they've done really well. So I think this chap can come in and do really good for us as well if he can get him. Martin, I just think that's where where have we went to in football in terms when boys from America and MLS are saying he shouldn't be going to a league like, like Scotland. Right? I, I spoke to a guy earlier on. I said like, why? You know, Claudio Rainier, Demarcus Beasley, Carlos Bocanegra, Mo Edu. These are these are top top internationals that came to Rangers and flourished. Why now do the MLS think that they shouldn't be coming to Rangers? What a, what, a, what a league for them to come and hit Europe. That's where they want to be. For Americans now to be saying, oh, he's, he's too good for that league. He's peace, man. Some of the best players in Europe have come through our league. Absolutely. I think ridiculous. the American league now, JD, is it's a lot better than what it was 10 years ago. You can see that the way the teams are. You can see that with the way the players coming through. And I used to be at a retirement ground for a lot of ex, uh, old pros, but it's not as much anymore. So I think it has changed. And... Scottish League's always going to be fine for us, but I think we're looking at foreign countries. They're always going to think they're better. But I think as I think I think it has improved a lot more than it did when we bought boys there before. Johnny Russell and Lewis Morgan have went the other way and are now superstars of the league. Lewis, Lewis Morgan's not doing great to be fair. Johnny Russell's doing well, but Lewis Morgan isn't he? There you go. Scotty, do we need another defensive midfielder? Me thinks not. Could we be reading in a Sands coming in that and other may believe in? Uh, well, I think I don't think he, anyone's going out the door uh, because he's coming in. I just think it's reinforcement. He's uh, by all accounts first up. I, I hold my hands up. I don't know anything about him. I'm not going to bullshit anyone. Uh, I just read that he can play centre back, maybe right back. I don't know. Defensive, <laughs> but you need you need these guys, these these versatile guys in the squad, and you also need guys to come in and push the first team players potentially improve the first team players and then the guys in the first team if they fall out and fall out of the squad well then good evolution so um we'll see what happens i don't i don't think that we'll have to sell any of our first team anymore to accommodate anyone else coming in so if you, if you understand what i mean um i see in the comments someone mentioned lundstrom i think the writing is firmly on the wall for him um, not my granny's <laughs> <laughs> wallpaper. Just before we come to Lundstrom, JD, um, I do think that the American League and, and and I don't watch it right, so I'm only going by what people have told me. It's getting a lot, lot better. Um, and this boy, uh, Jamie Sands, is coming with a big, big reputation from what I hear. Yeah, fair play to them. Um, I still don't think I still find it find it mind boggling that. They're, they're turning their nose up at the Scottish game, fair enough. They turn their nose at, up at our club. You're really yeah. angry about this, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I am, man. They turn their nose up at our club when we have taken on board um, some of their best ever, their best international players. I think that's ridiculous. I think they should be seen. oh, Sands is going to Glasgow Rangers. Brilliant, because what a move that was for Claudio Reyna. What a move that was for Demarcus Beasley. So, Moedu. So- so yeah, it's a, it's a real good point because Bocanegra was a USA captain. Claudio Reyna was a captain of the USA. They should know more, but they don't because they. No. Yeah, let's try not <laughs> offend any American viewers we might have tuning into the pod. Ignorant, they're ignorant. I don't think it was Rangers were having a dig. I just think because he was linked with teams from Germany matter. and stuff like that. I think that's what they were talking about. Wasn't so much Rangers. Doesn't matter. Emerson Heidman. Gedeon Zalalimim. Alejandro Bedoya. All these boys have came. Mrs. Poster came. Their name was moaning then. So, aye. It's annoyed me a wee bit, but if he comes, it'll be a great move. And from all intents, they're saying he's a great young player. So, but we'll see that when fucking big... Listen, if he comes and he makes makes us £10 million, I'll be happy. So, that'll do me fine. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's move on um, before my hair starts growing back quicker. Um, 
Alfredo Morelos has been subject to transfer rumours from a few clubs down south, namely Care, Newcastle. Um, obviously, we know that Newcastle have the funds to go and buy whoever they want. Um, they could go out and buy some top strikers in Europe, but apparently they're looking at others. What do you think? Any any truth in that or no? I'm not a clue, Martin. I just read, heard, well, just seen what I've read on Twitter or uh, social media, but a big, I don't know if he'd even be a good move for Alfredo. Newcastle's a big club, a great club. They're in a Premiership at the moment. Will they be there next season? I don't know. Well, players sign for Newcastle in this window where closing their contract to see if they get relegated or where to go. Who knows? So I think, if you got me money, you'll have to look at it right enough. But I think it's all hearsay until we actually see what happens. But the Premiership has a good move for Alfredo if he wanted to go somewhere because I think he, was, he suits that like the way he plays. But he's just getting back to what he's doing best. So I like to keep him till the summer. So realistic, Scotty, for Alfie currently to be heading down to the Premiership? Yeah. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> you, you think you'll head down to the Premiership? Um, if the offer comes Thanks, in. Scotty. JD. Um, yeah. <laughs> on you go, Scotty. Uh, yeah. If, if, the offer, if the offer comes in, he'll be away. And again, we're talking Newcastle will have to pay a premium. I'm not talking 20 million quid. I'm talking like 30 million quid. Two reasons. We know they've got cash. We know they're desperate because they're shite and it's Newcastle. So they can stump up and give us give us the cash. Um, in terms of what we do from that point, obviously it's a it's a risk because you're bringing in someone. You, we're going to have to bring in. We can't go for the rest of the season relying on Kmar Ruth and Jermaine Defoe and Tony Weston to fire us to a title. So then it's a, it represents a huge risk. So again, the premium needs to, in the transfer, needs to reflect that. Um, and again, if Alfie does go, don't want him to go. If he does go, he goes with my best wishes. Um, I think I think he's turned a real corner since Gio's come in, so I would be disappointed. But it's football. We need the cash. We want the cash, and I reckon we could invest in a few, a few very, very good players that can actually take us to the next level because collectively, this is what we need to do. Well, if we're looking, JD, at getting 12 to 16 million for Nathan Patterson, who hasn't played any real... I mean, he's scored in Europe, he's played a few games for Scotland, so he has played, but not to anywhere near the same extent as Alfie. Alfie's our top ever European goal scorer. Um, he's scored over 100 goals for the club, he's done it in Europe. Um, we should be looking at now up and up in that price every time. Yeah, 25 plus in it, but... I'm not so sure and the move to Newcastle would be a good one for him. I think he goes if it happens, but I can't I just the report the report report it was um like Leicester, Newcastle and someone else. The report from was it CBS that done it? And then Sky Sports were just reporting there about Leicester not having any strikers. For me, you can maybe see um the Leicester one happening perhaps more than Newcastle one. I think Newcastle are gonna throw the kitchen sink at it and I know a lot of people are mentioning Obama Yang in there that's a chat for another podcast but that's the kind of maybe the market they're looking at however if you're going in stages and Morelos might be your next stage and then in two years time he moves and you bring in a guy who's top top for a couple of new guys who can just pay half a mil a week um, but for us I don't, that, it can't happen in January for me let's be honest if you do sell him for 25 right 25 million at the start of the season we would all, we would all laughed at 25 million same with the Barisic chat seat at the start of the season. We, would have, we didn't even want Barisic in the team. They were wanting 10 million for him. So we're fickle. But I think you could replace Morelos for. I honestly think you could replace him for two or three million. Not that he's uh, a good, good player. No, no, Listen, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I completely get that. I just wholeheartedly disagree. Because if you sign a two or three million pound striker, all of a sudden you're taking on this huge gamble that a two or three million pound striker yeah. is going to give you the goals that Morelos does. And I'm not being funny, but he's not even been firing on all cylinders. He's not had, he's not been playing his regular game either. But he is starting to turn that corner. And for me, a two or three million pound signing, it would need, he would need to really hit the ground running. He would, yeah, no. Nah. No. The SPL have guys. You've, you've been you've been ambitious. You want to sign Kevin Nesbitt? Nah. You're taking the piss. You, you would get rid. Who? I'll leave up the, we've got a podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna name it. 
Funnily, uh, behave yourself. If you think any current SPFL striker could come in and replace Morelos, you're you're deluding yourself. I'm not saying replace. I'm saying could come in and score goals. Nobody's going to give you what Morelos I, gives you. I can I can way. come in and score goals for ages at the moment. Doesn't mean I'll be anybody good. He probably, he probably could have just stood in the middle of the box and waited on headers. <laughs> well, uh, funnily enough, there's a guy that can do that. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, no, but Jaden, I'll take that point. I'll take that point straight who, back. Who? Who? Tell me what we're missing. Who are you talking about? If you would stop asking and let him fucking speak, um, right? Okay, so we get rid of Morelos. Maybe not in the SPFL, but can we pick up a strike around about Europe for two, three, four million? That's going to do us a, a decent turn. I don't know, man. I, I think he's talking about the SPFL. It's a striker can come. You get a striker and can score. Listen, out the boy. I'm not even saying it, right? <laughs> so, hey, come I, on, not, come on. not letting me speak. I am saying I wouldn't sell anybody else at all. If somebody comes in with 30 million for him, he goes in January. Somebody comes in with 25, he goes in January. Could we replace oh, him? We could for three, four, five million. You could, you could probably for the end of the season bring somebody in for somewhere to score. We're not going because you've got Sakala and all that. The four's even still there. He's not going to play full time. But I'm not saying Scotty somebody could come in and do the job Morelos does because nobody will. That's it's a no, gem. No, no, no. I know you're not. He scored goals. Fucking hell. But for me, you just contradicted yourself. If you think a guy can come in for five million quid, right, and do and score the goals that will fire us to the title, if it meant selling Morelos for thirty million quid, you wouldn't do that. Because that's what you just said. But then you'd say a five million pound striker could score the goals that Morelos could do. Look, we're not going to get a like for like replacement in Morelos, right? So can, fine, we're not right, okay. Right, we won't, but, we'll, but for the but for the but for the purpose of thinking that you could sell Morelos for thirty million quid, and it wouldn't be an absolute punt to bring in a striker for two to four to five million quid. I'm sorry. We've been there. We've tried that. Yeah. If that works, Cedric Hitton would still be at Rangers. Yeah, I, I agree let, with you. Let me put, let me put this to you, and I'll put it to care, right? So you two can kiss and make up. Um, we sell Morelos. Oh, we'll later, anyway. We sell Morelos for twenty twenty five. Care, right? He goes down south. We have best wishes. Could Martin Boyle for Hibs not come in and do a job for us till the end of the season? No, yeah. I'm going. No. <laughs> The guys, the guys play well, the guys scoring goals, the guys quick, the guy scares defences. There's nobody out there telling me that Martin Boyle couldn't come in for a couple of million and do a job for me. Sorry, Kerr. No. I, I know what Martin's saying. Martin, we watch Scottish football for another podcast, so we've seen players. So people will say to you, no, nah, no way. But we've seen Martin Boyle terrorise teams. I would Aye, that's for Hibs when you when you can when you can have bad games or good games and you can get away with your Rangers is different kettle of fish. The jersey's heavier, the expectations are heavier, mm-hmm. and they come in for a couple of million pounds and hit the road, hit the ground running, very, very difficult. Uh, well, you're not going to knock back the money as you were talking about, but I don't think and every and the strike and I know JD said there you can get a strike anywhere. If that was the case, teams would be constantly looking for them. Everybody wants something that can score goals and they're very, very Thin in the ground, you'll get a striker, but you'll not get a striker that can maybe score you 15 20 goals a season. That's what Alfie gives you, right? Okay, come back. He, he, I play him wide, it's, it's like comparing apples from pears, right? And also, I think Martin Ball would be a great signing for two or three million, four, four million quid. Is it worth the risk? Oh, two million quid, probably, I'd say, yeah, because he knows the league, he's really effective in the league, and I think he'd do a great job. Making the point that Morelos was signed for a million quid is neither here nor there because Morelos, the, the Morelos that we signed, is nowhere near the player that we've got now. The first I remember watching Morelos against Progress Mieracorn, and the guy couldn't even trap a football. I was thinking, what the what the hell have we signed here? And it Morelos scored six goals for seven games. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. The actual ones that he played. No. Yes. No. I'm pretty sure Morelos scored six goals in his first seven games. I'll hang out on that. No. Somebody in the comments fact check that. For me. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Morelos did a pretty a good goal. Well, I, I, I will still, I will still stick my hat on the fact that every time he was in front of goal, it, it looked like he'd never been there before. It took him a while to really get going mm. to the player he is now. Listen, and. Uh, you can bring somebody in who there's players we've brought in who you've been like who what, what's that and they've done well. Rod Wallace is another example. We were all like, why are we signing this guy? 
look what he came in and done. And I know that's a pure one-off, and that was a boss, whatever, but there's people out there. I'm not saying, I don't want to sell Morelos. That, that'll happen, I think, in the summer. I think it'll happen in the summer. I think it's time, probably, that it happens. Um, don't want to do that in January, but if we get a ridiculous offer, he goes, like anybody. It, by the way, you can talk about Rebo all we want. If anyone offers £25 million for any of our players, they go in January. Mm, well, look, as I was asking, look, Martin Boyle Yikes, where's this going? It's called the Rangers Ravel. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why I called it that. No, no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Jamie's mentioned it there, Care. Is there anybody that we cannot afford to let go? Um, and I'm talking about even if somebody comes in with a stupid bid, is there any is there players that we cannot let go for this team if we want to win this league? No. But if somebody comes in with a stupid bid, then we're gonna to have to because that's the way football is. But apart from maybe the dead wood we've got lying about the side, like players like Barker and that, who will struggle to get a new club because they're on that good of money and they won't move. I don't think we can afford to let anybody go. January's not the month to sell, Martin. I'd rather wait till the summer where you've got more time for planning, more time to bring players in. I don't want to do this just now, come back after the break and then start with two or three players that's fresh to the team. We're six points ahead, I want to keep it six points ahead. And I don't like to be saying players like Aribo, Kamara, Morelos, because I think they're too crucial for this season, especially it's at the end of it. We get, obviously, you win the league, but you've got the Champions League money and get into the Champions League, so it's too crucial to sell players. If we get the offer in January and we do well, the offer should still be in the summer anyway. Can I just say very, very quickly, I'm going to take that to you, Scotty, but we've almost got 400 people watching, which is mental, it's brilliant. Thank you to everybody who's tuning in. Please do like and subscribe if you haven't already. The like the like button is massive for any YouTube channel. It really helps share the video. And like I say to everybody, and a few people have been doing it, I've got my eye on some regulars. Um, scored seven goals in first five appearances in September 2017. Anyway, um, the like <laughs> button really, really, really helps. Um, and then once you've watched this, right, give it five minutes, ten minutes, click on the video again, Write in a wee comment and click off the video. That's all you need to do. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Scotty, the name that keeps popping up as somebody who we can't let go um, is Joe Rebo. Um, Correct. I know we're in a position where we can knock back a stupid, stupid bid, but can we knock back a stupid, stupid bid if it means that we've got a far better chance of getting that golden nugget of the Champions League? Uh, I think... If it's a stupid, stupid bid, it depends when it comes in the uh, transfer window. If it came in tomorrow and we've got a stupid, stupid bid, take it, right, we can get someone in and we can pay stupid money to have someone that perhaps will be as effective. If it's the last day of the transfer window, as Kerr says, if that offer's on the table then, it's 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 on the table in the summer. And if it's... If it's not, well... What is a stupid offer anyway? Are we talking about 45 million quid? No, well, I mean, if, if somebody came in, right, right, on the 31st of January and went, there's 30 million, give us a rebo. Would you take it? Nah. No? Nah, I, I, reckon, I reckon we get more. Not on the 31st of January either. Nah, you're leaving us with not enough time. I wouldn't take that. I don't. I don't agree. It would, it would be there in the summer though, because there's a difference between somebody having eighteen months left and somebody having twelve months left. Mm. You're going to lose seven or eight million, or even ten million off that. But that's what I've seen a few folks saying. Would you accept? Let's see, Morelos has got eighteen months left. Am I correct? So would you would you knock back twenty million for him in January? Keep him to the end of the season, and then you need to take ten million for him in the summer because his contract's only got a year to go. And he's saying I'm not going to sign one. I think you would if it means you're going to win the league. I think you would. But, but I think what we have to do is, and look, John Walker mentioned this on the Breaking News pod, and I don't like to talk about them, but I want to use them for an example. They got about £12 million for Ayer in the last year of his contract. Um, and that's Ayer, right, who was just a decent centre-back, nothing more than that. So, care if we leave it until the summer for, for Morelos, we should still be looking for £15, £16 million for Morelos. We should be, and hopefully he doesn't go and he stays but we should be looking for 15 million maybe more but and then the demand depends what clubs are willing to buy but English clubs got a lot of money 
and they will spend it if they think the players are going to improve their side. We've just seen it with Nathan Patterson. As for Ebo, somebody offered 30 million for Ebo. I don't want to sell anybody, but if somebody offered 34 million for Joe, I would take it because 30 million is a lot of money to Rangers. And I think yeah. we could do a lot of good with that because we're not in a position anymore we can turn down money. But a club now, prime players in, have a couple of seasons, they do really well and they move them on. That's the way we're having to go. We can't buy players and expect them to stay here for eight, nine, ten years unless it's maybe a Scottish guy or somebody later on in their career. But if they're young and then we improve them, sell them on, make money and just reinvest it. Of course, we're looking at this, Scotty, for a supporter's point of view and the board are looking at it for a financial point of view. So are the board, would the board say to themselves look, in, in, on transfer deadline day, We've been offered 30 million for a rebo. There's no guarantees even we're a rebo that we'll win the league. We'll take the money. So it's a very good point. Because what's on offer at the end of the season? It's the riches of the Champions League, which is what, about 35 million quid. So from a business perspective, is it better to have the 30 million quid in the bank now and then go go for the another 35 million quid with the squad that we've got? Or well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Or gamble the whole lot, which is a gamble anyway, even if a rebo stays, as you say. So uh, the sensible head, not the romantic football head, would say you take the money. And you trust the players that you've already got in the squad because that's why you've got a squad to, to get the job done. Now, when we look at the the league as it is, do we have enough quality in the squad to go the rest of the season and win the league? Absolutely. Absolutely, I mean, we're going to lose a rebo, and we'll see, won't we, for the uh, African Cup of Nations? I know it's, it's, and look, Craig's put it perfectly there. The supporters, we can't help but think like the board these days, um, after the last decade or so. That's very, very true. Right, incomings, JD, for the rest of the transfer window. What are you expecting? Um, I don't, for me personally, I don't expect to see four or five new signings. Um, I expect to see probably maybe one, I don't want to say marquee, because I don't think we're going to spend a great deal of money, but I expect to see maybe one or two maybe we pay for, and, I, and I'm also expecting to see Geo tap into that Dutch market with, in ways of loans. Um, well, I think someone made a really good point. Uh, I think it was Ali Quinn there that he said, we need to remember that none, this isn't Geo's team. Regardless of how good, great we think a lot of these players are, Geo sees whatever it was for one of Gerard's players may go, like, you know what, that's a good deal for me. They can go because I've got so-and-so ready in the wings and I'm going to go for them. I don't think we'll do a lot. I, said, I really don't think we will. I think if we do anything, maybe some um, pre-contracts, maybe one or two players. The James Sands ones is happening. That might be all we do. If this boy's a, a centre-half, right-back, centre-mid, then that we might only do that. And apparently, if he's as big and as great as everybody we're being led to believe you, then this is a really, could could be a really good signing for us. We perhaps might do one other. I think you will. You just. I think you, we will see one guy coming from the Erie Division or, or a Dutch boy to slowly bring in this new revolution to start it all going. But I can't see us doing anything massive. I, I'd be disappointed if we lose him late in the late in the day. But these English teams, man, they they've got money to burn. Doesn't it? it means nothing to a West Ham or a Newcastle to throw 25 million at Rangers on the 30th or the 31st. It means mm-hmm. nothing to them. That's massive for us. That could disrupt the whole season if we lose a big player on the last day and don't have time to bring someone in or we're scrambling. I don't care to say, I don't think Ross Wilson's that type. Of, I think it'll be a plan in place. But not exactly old M. Wingy sitting outside Ockham Howie, but there'll be plans in place <laughs> for things like that to happen. And that's when you might see a Martin Boyle come in. No chance. Well, you might, you might. Look, Robert Robertson, 30 Man million boy, in the hand, than 40 million in the bush. Well, That's well. what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you said I need to replace you with Robert Um Point made um, by Cameron Kellis. How are you doing, Cameron? <sighs> Javi Simons, I keep hearing about this, Ker. Um This boy is, from what I can tell, is meant to be a wonder kid, the next best thing. If that's the case then number one, how can you not get a new contract at PSG? Why does he not want a new contract at PSG? And why are all the big European clubs not in for him? That's a million dollar question, Martin. Isn't it? I don't really know much about Xavi uh, Simon, so there's not a lot I can say. If he comes in, then we'll see what he's like when he comes in. I do think we'll bring in two or three myself, but I still think another one or two will go. 
I'm not saying first team stars, but I still think another one or two players will leave, and I think we'll bring in two or three during this window. I'm just talking, it's like I said, it's not first team players that leave. Uh, I, I think Ross has got his Ross Wilson will have a plan in place, but it can be upset later today if they offers big money, which can happen to any team, but especially with teams who've got money and no teams maybe don't just as much. But I do think we'll bring in two or three. I know what the boy Sands, like JD says, he, I'm not saying it's Neil Dawn, but it looks good. We also get the boy Olsen getting linked quite a bit, the winger. Uh, as another couple of others. So I still think we'll bring in two or three, and I think one or two will still go. He got the MVP of the UEFA Youth League, Scotty. For me, I mean, well, MVP. That, that, we go that, back that, to the States and calling it soccer. He's a player of the tournament for the UEFA Youth League, which is great, right? It proves that there is a player there. There's potential there. Um, oh, potential, It's like watch, <laughs> watching. I know I'm not allowed to use potential. I know. Um, but it's like watching YouTube videos. I don't know anything about this boy. I don't know how good he is. But all I see is we're constantly linked to him. Yeah, I've seen that too. And to be honest... Exactly the same reaction as you, right? I've thought if he's that good, and why are we? Why does it appear that we're the only club that are linked with him? Not not like one of a host. We are the only club, and I can't get my head around it. So I'm filing it under. If it happens, it happens. We'll wait and see. <laughs> I'm not even going to look, do research, look at him. I know nothing about him. I, he's got really cool hair. Yeah. He looks a bit. He looks a bit wee, and he looks like he's about fourteen years old. So, yeah, if he comes, brilliant. I'm hoping he, you know, if he does come, he'll he'll be like the next Arteta or something. Yeah, um, you know, one of these things comes in. I'll fully support him, but I'll be honest, I'm not getting excited. I'm not really looking into it. Matt, Matt, I, I just love the fact that this week I, like we Dutch guy in Paris, like lording it up with your Neymar's and all that. Eighteen year old, not Minio as his agent, knocking back. Contracts, the he'll sign they're, they're, they're starting to play him in a couple of cup games and stuff like that. He'll sign a new deal with them, but I just think it's brilliant. He must be going to his Twitter, he must have got like 10,000 new followers. <laughs> Where are all these boys? Where's Guffin? Guffin and Glesson, <laughs> and Paul, all tweet them saying with pictures of his face with their angels. Just that, look, that I think that is he's brilliant. Like, he's like, What does whacked mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit like that. I don't know if you've ever seen that video. I think it was an advert or something, or it was a, a clip or something Griezmann put out, and he said to Haaland, I've just signed you for Newcastle on on Football Manager. And Mbappe went, oh no, too cold, too cold. So you just think, if it's too cold for Mbappe in Newcastle, it's going to be far too cold for Simons in fucking Glasgow, isn't it? Um, he's Dutch. Geo's Dutch, that's why they're linked. And we're going to have to put up with that a bit, JD, that we're going to be linked with every Tom, Dick and Harry from Holland. Yeah. I hope, hopefully not. I said this the other day. I hope we don't lose that link that we have just now. Kerr probably said that Ross Wilson has down south. We've got some cracking deals off of the Joe Aribo deal, um, the Bassey deal. Boys who are coming out of contract and aren't getting their games there and they want to come and play first-team football. We've made some cracking deals from down there. I don't want to lose that link. And we probably won't, but we will see a wee bit more. I just thought it's pretty lazy. But as soon as we seen the way Gio played, we need a right winger. Tunstra, right away, name was mentioned. He was right up. 31-year-old winger. Used to play under Gio with final blah, blah, blah. We are probably going to see it. Um... Be good to see Geo start bringing in one or two. You see, I know the boy Dockey's mentioning people seem to be slaving over that one as well, so that sounds good. But it'd be good to see him bring in a one or two from Holland. But I don't know if we'll see much as, as a, a transfer window for him. So he perhaps would have said when he came on board, I want to bring a couple of players in. So we might see more movement inwards in January than probably I expect because it's Geo's first window. They're probably going to give him a chance, aren't they? Martin is obviously struggling with Dutch names, Tom, Dick, and Harry. I know I'm, I'm shocking. I'm shocking at Dutch names, man. Who's did, did we have? Yeah, when we had those Dutch guys on, and you kept getting their names well, wrong. I, could, I, could, I, could, I can't do foreign names. I apologise. It's by the way, Tom, Dick, and Harry. What was the tunnel? What was the right tunnel they escaped from? I can never remember. What? Tom, the three tunnels in the Great Escape. No idea. Martin, baby, there's a lot of hijacks. Have you seen the comments? Have you seen the comments? The hijack split fans are all over the comments. I've had to block a couple of them. 
Ah, see that, eh? Let them go. It's, it's views, isn't it? Is that um, you? Are you... What top are you wearing? Is that because you're, you're wearing a, like a Christ's Zagreb top or something? No, something that, they're all Celtic. They say they're all like Celtic. John Doe. John Doe. Thank you. Harry. It was Harry. I can't believe not one of you have seen the Great Escape. Um, shocking. Shocking. Right, Ken, how important is this transfer window for us then? We've obviously seen our neighbours raid the Japanese league with loans, which ironically they laughed at us for loans and said that it was only because we had no money. <laughs> um, how important is January for us to bring in some players? Or right now, as we sit, are you happy with the squad? Maybe one, two, I push additions, but I'm happy with the squad in general, just as long as we don't lose anybody else. I think we need to keep a bit of consistency with the team. We've done well since Jules came in. And hopefully when we start back up, we can do that again. We would have been playing in a couple of games, but obviously the breaks went early for some unknown reason. But hopefully we can get back to where we've been. That Jill started really well. I think he started a lot better than a lot of people thought he would, Rangers fans and Cody, but especially media. And if we can keep up in the way we're going, it's only six points, but I think we can stay ahead of Celtic for, for the rest of the season if we can keep going, because we have got a team who look consistently better defensively and we know we'll score goals so one or two additions I'll be happy Martin good great escape is on Netflix by the way um, what should I count number then Falk Dog saying that he'd like a centre back and a right winger and of course centre back wise all we keep hearing is John Sutton Hearts um, viable option for you low risk punt absolutely get him in low risk look just even if it's just on a Bosman we get him in the summer I've, it's it's like the Martin Ball argument. Either we wait till he signs a contract somewhere else, or he goes with Hearts, or he goes down south, and then he's out of our reach. But we're better in, better getting him in, taking a look at him, see if he can manage it for a year, six months, or whatever at Rangers. It's on a free. If he doesn't make it, either we lose out and we give him away to someone else, or he sits there and he collects what wouldn't be that much in wages when we think about it, or we're actually able to get a fee for him, or he's part of our first team squad. It's it's really low risk, and it is an area that we are light on. And we've seen time and again, even we're, we're constantly getting injuries in that area, apart from Goldson. So we do need consistent bodies there. And for me, Suter would be a low, low risk addition to the squad, as well as, and I would say, as well as another centre-back. Scotty, Scotty. What have I done? You mentioned Goldson. No. And because oh, you mentioned Goldson, we have to talk about Goldson, JD. No, we don't. I was... Connor Goldson, will he still be here at the end of the transfer window? Will he sign a new deal or will he leave at the end of the season for nothing? I think, I think Connor will leave at the end of the season. Um, and I've, I've got no problems with that now. I think early on, earlier on in the season when we weren't playing well, a few of us weren't happy would have shift, shipped him out. I think he's came on leaps and bounds. He's been one of our best players since Gio's came in. So I have no ill feelings towards a guy who's got us through last season. If he gets us through this season, then it's massive. I don't even understate how big winning the league this season is going to be. Um, so I'm happy. I don't care what anybody thinks. He's came, seen his contract, been a great servant for us, especially over the last two seasons. He's The new manager's brilliant. You never know what relationship he could have with him and it might pan out he's saying a new deal but I think Gold Connor will go down south um, I think that the John Suter one's interesting I'd take him all day long but um, Cam the big it's, it's, he, he come to Rangers we win the league if he comes in January you get a league winner's medal you can play Champions League football or do you go down south and play in the English Championship for the big bucks because we will not be paying anywhere near that his brother plays with Stoke there's an obvious link there he could go down and play with your brother. That's probably, for football in terms, uh, an ideal world or a, kind of a fairy tale world for him and his brother to go and play in the champ together. You never know. So I don't think that, I think the Suter ones are maybe not as easy as some other Rangers fans think to get over the line. But Connor, I think Connor will go at the end of the season. And I'm not, I'm, it goes with my best wishes. Aldo says, look, I had take Suter. Um, but Graham Ross care makes the point that Suter is as injury prone. As roof, and I know Scotty was saying there's not a lot of risk there, but is that a risk maybe we we suit I think it is if you're spending big money on him, but he's out of contract in summer. 
if you get them in January, we have to pay a million pounds for them. I think that's what Hearts are looking for, about a million. So, it's not that big. That's the only thing with John is, I know he's talking to a few clubs in England. His agents, Jackie McNamara, which maybe not help us, but... Uh, I, don't don't a good agent. <laughs> I don't think he'll come <laughs> I don't think he'll come to Rangers so I think he will end up down in England myself but I think if he did come to us he would be a decent boy for us I think he is a good defender Finally tonight um, Fog Dogs made a point Scotty hmm, don't know it's not something I've even thought about goalkeeper situation needs sorted quickly as well um, obviously this could probably be I don't know if you would all agree Alan McGregor's last season although let Alan McGregor surprise us all in the past. Um, we've got McLaughlin there, we've got McCrory there. Is that a position that we need to worry about? Uh, well, of course, because in six months' time, we could be without McLaughlin and McGregor. I think McLaughlin's contract's up at the end of the season too. Um, and then that leaves us with Robbie McCrory. So does it need sorting urgently, as in this window? No, if we can get a Bosman in or something in the pipeline sorted, then brilliant. But it's definitely something over the next four months that needs sorting somewhere along the way and coming in. So makes a very good point, but it's not something that I'd 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 be necessarily prioritising. But it's up there. Definitely, people think we're biased, JT, right? Because obviously, good friend of the show, Ross Clark, another podder on the show. His brother just happens to be the St. Johnston goalkeeper, Xander Clark. Um, but we have spoke at length about Xander. Um, is that an option you can see for Rangers? Uh, or, have we get, or have we get Ross Clark tinted glasses on? Take the glasses off because um, I, I, there's a couple of keepers in the league that I like. And I'm, uh, I think they could both come in. Seagrass for Dundee United or Clark. We need to be stop being snobbery and thinking we're, we are no good enough. We are too good a club for taking guys for St. Johnston if they're good enough, they can come in and play. And I keep us a position that they get the older they get, the better they are. So both of them are in their 30s. Xander Clark can definitely come in. It's not top of my priority, but again, both of them are free transfers. Why not just get one of them in? Um, so McGregor will retire at the end of the season. He said that he would have retired last year if it wasn't for the fans. So the fans are in. We win the league, we retire, he leaves a legend, whatever I want, a league winner's medal again. Then you've got McLaughlin. We need to, I, I would sign McLaughlin up. Um, and then you sign one other. And that one other would need to challenge McLaughlin for number one. And I think Seagrist, probably for me, is better than Clark. But I, him and Clark, I think, are better than McLaughlin. But McLaughlin's got a safe pair of hands and good wee feet. So I'm not worried about it, to be fair. <laughs> Ross has never mentioned it. Uh, do you know somebody who I would have said yes to last season and every other season before care? Um, is Big Joe Lewis at Aberdeen? I've always thought Big Joe was a cracking goalkeeper. Um, he's right down how lately, though, so he's not somebody that I'd be looking at to come in. But taking away Joe Lewis, um, is Ross McCrory the future for Rangers? Hopefully, I mean, he looks like he's a Robbie, decent... Robbie, 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 I can't remember his name now. I've been just sitting listening to him. My mind's went a blank. Uh, no. John, John McLaughlin. John McLaughlin. I always forget him. I don't think he's good enough to be number one. But I think I think a goal, being a goalkeeper for Rangers is totally different than being a goalkeeper for St. Johnston for Dundee United. Because there's a lot of time in the game where you spend doing not a lot. And you may have to pull off one or two saves during a like, match. So that's when your concentration has to be right. Whereas these goalkeepers pulling off seven, eight, nine saves a game looks good, but it might not be good enough to play with Rangers. We are having to spend a lot of time in the box doing not a lot. So how are you I going to know if you don't if you don't take a chance? I just think a goalkeeper for Rangers you need to be better than good, and that's why I don't think McLaughlin's doing enough. He's never let us down to be fair to him, but I don't think he's going to be. Number, I don't think he'll be our number one. Somebody mentioned in. Uh, Comments about Sam Johnson at West Brom. He's a name I would like to see. I think Sam Johnson's a decent goalie. He's young. He's playing down in England. And no chance. Be a good no chance. No? Not, 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 not unless you want to pay 60 grand a week, 70 grand yeah. a week. I'm just saying, Tommy mentioned him. That's why I didn't say we would get him. I yeah, just said not... somebody like that. It's somebody I've else mentioned Freddie Woodman, who's very injury prone, Freddie. So I don't know. If we were bound for him, I know he's had a lot of injuries in the past. But goalkeepers are a position where there'll be a lot of goalkeepers free to end this in the window this summer because 
a lot of people don't prioritise him, but Xander, to me, would be a good shout, but I think we need somebody just slightly better. That's just my opinion. I could play in goals for Rangers because I'm as wide as the goals, so nothing would ever go in. But look, uh, GB, look how many they take go on when he played for Hibs. Um, I'm of a younger vintage, so I can just remember about Hibs. But anyways, look, that'll do us. That's a... Uh, an hour and three it's minutes just flown by and I've got some lentil, homemade lentil soup to get. Um, so thank you everybody for watching. Please, please do like and subscribe. It really does help the podcast. We're just over a just over a hundred now, I think for four thousand subscribers. Um we're back on Facebook, but I forgot to put the link in. So I'll put the link in after the, I've done this and you can get uh, following us on Facebook. We're available on Patreon. Uh, extra content, it's 99% audio um, if you're watching on YouTube then you can click the join button three different tiers, choose the tier that suits you best where you've got loads and loads of extra content, so Scott, Scott Jamie, thank you very much thank you, thank you, thank everybody, you. For, thank you everybody for watching and we'll be back next week Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.